Hey, Bard listeners. If you live in New York City and love the public library, we need your help. This past fall, our public libraries sustained deep mid-year cuts that forced an end of seven-day service and reduction of our materials and programs. We're now facing more budget cuts for the coming fiscal year. Libraries across the city stand to lose $58.3 million in funding. If these cuts are not reversed, we may have to reduce materials and programming yet again, including further reductions to our days of service. As many as half of all New York City libraries would be open only five days a week. The good news is you can help. Send a letter to city leaders telling them that you support the library. It's easy. It only takes 30 seconds and you can do it now. If you live in Brooklyn, go to BKLYNlibrary.org slash standup, all one word, to fill out the form. If you live in any of the other boroughs, you can send a letter on behalf of Queens Public Library or New York Public Library. Learn how at investinlibraries.org. Thank you so much for your support. Hey, Krissa. Hi, Adjua. So we have some news to share with our listeners. That's right. I'm actually recording this from San Francisco in California. Honestly, you sound like you're only on the other side of the borough, not the other side of the country. (laughs) Well, I will say in the three years that we have been recording Borrowed remotely, this is possibly the furthest I've been uh, because this is my new home. My family has relocated to San Francisco. So on uh, a more serious note, this is my last episode with Borrowed and my chapter with BPL and as a co-host of this podcast is coming to an end. You don't know how much you'll be missed, not just on Borrowed, but listeners probably don't know how much you've done for the library. Helping with website redesign, emails, marketing. There are so many pockets of this institution that will bear your marks for years to come. Thanks, Adjua. It has been a very big transition for sure, but I stand by the fact, apologies to my new home city, that Brooklyn is the best place in the world and BPL is the best library system. But you're not gone yet. Uh, We've still got one more episode together. That's right. So before I left the East Coast for good, our producer, Virginia, and I got to go to Sunset Park Library and sit in on a bilingual story time. And longtime listeners may remember that Sunset Park is my home. So this is not just an audio postcard from the library. It is also a love letter to the neighborhood that I lived in for 15 years. I'm Adra Ducey. And I'm Krissa Corbett-Kavoris. You're listening to Borrowed, stories that start at the library. So this is estos bienvenidos. Buenos dias. Estamos ahora en la hora de... On a gray and rainy Wednesday, librarians Ana Alzigare and Roxana Benavides opened the programming room at Sunset Park's interim library. Anna puts chairs in a circle and props open picture books, mostly in Spanish, on a cheerful table at the front of the room. There's a bin of noisemaker toys and a hardworking CD player. There are 15 small humans here in various stages of crawling, cruising, toddling, clapping, 
And while we start out with their little faces hidden behind their grown-ups' knees, soon enough the kids are stomping and giggling. Oftentimes uh, singing or dancing allows those children who have that learning style to increase their vocabulary. This is children's librarian Ana Alzigare. Playing is just as important as the reading and the singing and the dancing because it's not just the reading that we learn by. Especially after the pandemic interrupted usual socializing for kids, this playing time they get with other toddlers at La Hora Magica is vital. At the periphery of the story time, SJ and her daughter Isla were watching the kids and the caregivers. Do you like story time? Do you like story time, Isla? Oh, oh, squawk? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, squawk. Yeah. Her older sister, who's four, uh, when she was a toddler, loved story time. Yeah. We came every week. Um, and with Isla, we're only just now going back into the world, which means it's her first time out in the world. The librarians brought out toy bins, and the kids started playing with noisemakers and blocks. I sat down with a very shy Isla. I like blocks. I like to make towers. I'm just going to build a tower. I don't know what will happen to my tower. Though there is a lot of playing and singing, books are still a central part of La Hora Magica. At one point, Ana hands out small board books to each of the kids and invites their grown-ups to sit down with them and flip through the books. Here's Roxana. Everybody is actually modeling what is to happen at at home in which they can handle a book so that the motor skills actually start. For the little ones, it will be grasping. The adults don't have to read the the entire story. It would be more like describing what they're seeing in, in the book. Um, And yet that way also they're increasing their vocabulary. And so for five quiet minutes, everybody does just that. Sure, some of the toddlers are still more interested in cruising around the circle of chairs. But basically all of them at some point do find themselves with the book in their hands, bent over the words and the pictures. Soon Ana takes the center chair and begins to read a picture book in Spanish. La Hora Magica has been the heart of Sunset Park's storytime programming for a decade now, since Roxana saw a need in the community back in 2013 and stepped in to fill it. In a school district meeting that Roxana was attending, educators were discussing how kids from immigrant families in the neighborhood were coming into pre-K and kindergarten with a noticeable gap in their literacy. The problem was that immigrant families in the neighborhood are understandably so focused on making sure that their first-generation kids are learning and speaking English that sometimes it meant they were reluctant to communicate in their mother tongue outside the home. Roxana gave an example of an interaction that a Spanish-speaking parent had with their kid. They were going into, like, outside, and they suddenly saw a bird or something. Apparently, they had read a book which had the character was that bird. Let's say that it was Gaviota. Oh, that's what it was, and repeated the word in English. He had no concept. And the reason why is that the Latino family thought that by teaching Spanish to the child, they were hurting the learning process, the language. So that was how the Laura Magica came about it. 
whatever language it is the one that you have whatever language that you do whatever reading that you do do it in the language that you actually dominate the one that you're fluent in the worst thing that you can do is not being able to communicate with your child Today, a decade after identifying that need in our community, Laura Magica has returned to Sunset Park. Despite a pandemic that closed our branches and programming for nearly a year, this little room on 4th Avenue in Sunset Park is once again filled with babbling, laughter, dancing, and joy. La Hora Magica is serving two missions at once, encouraging Spanish-speaking residents who make up about 35% of the neighborhood to speak, read, and play with their children in their native language, and also encouraging their neighbors who speak English, Bangla, Chinese, and many other languages to learn a bit of Spanish. We talked to Nazia and her daughter, Arusa, who were gathered on the rug. We, we speak Bangla at home, and she listens to Spanish and English whenever we're, we're outside. She, she talks a lot, yeah, new words every day. Sidonie, who's nanny to a toddler named Juniper, doesn't speak Spanish, but was gamely reading Spanish words aloud to her. Most of the time is in English, so I think this is my second time for the Espanol. So I'm happy I'm learning because I learned to learn a different language. And Sunset Park doesn't only do story times in Spanish. 35% of the neighborhood identifies as Asian, mostly Chinese-speaking. So on Wednesdays, La Hora Magica is in Spanish and English. And on Fridays, Brainy Babies is in Mandarin and English. So one of the things that we accomplish with the La Hora Magica and that we see that is families coming who speak Chinese, who speak um, Bangladesh or Urdu, etc. And they're coming and they're bringing the kids. And the reason why they're coming with La Hora Magica or Mandarin, that at least you're able to say good morning and thank you, you know, for to your neighbor. So even if you don't speak any Spanish at all, you are welcome at La Hora Magica in Sunset Park. And this is by no means the only bilingual story time in Brooklyn either. There are Bengali story times in Kensington, Russian story times in Brighton Beach, Polish story times in Greenpoint, and Haitian Creole story times in Flatbush. With songs and toys, picture books and dancing, with librarians and caregivers circled around to these little Brooklynites, these story times are all working the same magic. Bard is brought to you by Brooklyn Public Library. This episode was written and hosted by Krista Corbett-Cavoras and produced by Virginia Marshall with help from Fritzi Bodenheimer, Robin Lester-Kenton, Ali Post, Jennifer Prophet, and me, Adwa Duse. Our music composer is Billy Libby. Meryl Friedman designed our logo. You can find a transcript on our website, bklynlibrary.org slash podcast. Brooklyn Public Library relies on the support of individuals for many of its most critical programs and services. To make a gift, please go to bklynlibrary.org slash donate. Special thanks to the staff at Sunset Park Library and all the kiddos and caregivers that we met that day. And listeners, though I will be gone from your ears, the Borrowed team has a whole season of amazing audio planned just for you. 
That's right. We'll be talking romance novels and robotics league. We'll check in with how the library is supporting asylum seekers and creating pathways to employment for all kinds of Brooklynites. And we'll be doing it all in a slightly different format. Like this audio postcard that Krista just brought us. We'll have one host for each episode and there'll be shorter episodes about one topic. It's something new we're trying as we work behind the scenes on something even bigger and more exciting. And I will be listening from California. We'll try to do you proud.